Welcome to the Didn't See That Coming podcast, where it's all about the unpredictable moments in life with unpredictable conversation. And now, here are your hosts, Dana, Tara, Erica, and Emily. Welcome to Didn't See That Coming Podcast. This is episode 10. What? Never, ever, ever getting back together. That's and how you that are title never, works. ever going to be Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> nope, sure I'm not. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. If you could do us a huge favor and leave us a review on Apple or Stitcher Please. or Spotify. Does Spotify take no. reviews? Okay, Apple or Stitcher. We would greatly appreciate it. Please don't leave anything bad. If you have something mean to say, just tell us. No, just keep, tell just Dana. keep it to or yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Worry about yourself if you have something mean to say. That would be awesome. We would greatly <laughs> Email appreciate Email that it. shit. I want to read it. <laughs> also, we're getting ready for our summer guest tour. So we'll be doing some episodes with guests. If you'd like to be a guest, send us an email yeah, or hit us up on, on Instagram podcast. or Facebook with a comment. Yes, Erica. Speaking of hitting us up, <laughs> we've got some. i got to um, work on my transitions. I have to give her a class. Uh, we've got some email questions this week from Kyle. She just finished the last week's episode about London. And her question was, how did uh, your other, your daughter Lila handle everything? Oh, that's a good question. Hi, Kyle. <laughs> um, Lila was amazing. She She's very factual. So she takes the information, decides what she wants to do with it, and then goes from there. And um, she's been amazing. She's been very supportive. And she's I remember, so sweet with him. I remember they were like, it was right after London's autism diagnosis, and I they were like sitting in the bath, and I told Lila because I don't know London was doing something he wasn't responding to her or something, and I was telling Lila. Like, it's because he has autism, and, you know, let's talk about it or whatever. And she was like, I, I like, gave her this big explanation, and she was like, so he just sees the world a little differently? Oh, and I, I was like, that. yeah. And she was like, okay. And, cool. like, went back to playing with bubbles or whatever it was, and she was like, cool, cool. Like, okay. That was it? Yeah, and that was it. And I was like, okay. I guess that's all she needed. That's was all like, true. He just sees it a little differently, and that's okay. And, that's amazing. You know, and she's been so patient and sweet. And She is so patient. She, she is. is. And she's just excited to have a brother and have someone to play with. But even if he doesn't play with her, she's still okay with that. <laughs> yeah. And um, so it's been fine. It's been good. She's good. She's amazing. She's amazing. She is. We'll keep, yeah. we'll keep her. Yeah, yeah. And, I think, we'll keep her around. And moving on to this week's business, we're going to keep Disney, right, Emily? Oh, my gosh. So I was so excited because um, Disney put out their new um, inclusion guidelines, and they've decided that um, they're going to have every team member put their – Cast member. Oh, cast member. <laughs> put their pronouns on their name tags. Which is really cool. It's kind of a new idea. Um, when we went to the Trans 101 um, thing, they kind of have you put your pronouns on there. We talked about it on the last episode uh, or the episode before that. Um, so it's, it was neat. It was interesting yeah, to see that. It's cool that they're doing um, that. Yeah. That they're having people do that. And that's something simple that you can do to kind of show your support yeah. and make it provide that opportunity oh, for those with less common pronouns or less obvious pronouns to have that opportunity to, to share theirs too and that'll probably open a lot of conversation at disney mom right. why does that person have the word they on their name tag you right know? and um that's a simple thing that you can do too you can put it on name tags when you fill out a name mm -hmm. tag you can put it on your zoom um label and things like that in your email signature and yeah that kind of is a way to show support and disney is also having a, they're changing their dress code um for a lot of the cast members and they can choose the more feminine or the more masculine um, outfits, whichever oh, one they feel cool. the most comfortable oh, in. Oh, so nice. That's awesome. I cool. feel most comfortable in the Haunted Mansion outfit, and I just want to wear it as a regular outfit. That's okay. Right? We know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that the that's meaning amazing. of life is Disney, but what does the London think the meaning of life is? Tara? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so that's really funny. So I spend every day with London doing school, right? So we sit together. We listen to everything together. We, we're fully doing middle school together. <laughs> and not every morning, like, 
yeah. So like every morning, I'm not like super into it. And this was you one of those mornings. You're like, I'm not. Don't want to be in middle school again. <laughs> yeah, I, I have had <laughs> nightmares this. at this point. But yeah, so we're sitting there together, and <laughs> there's like a teacher that comes in. They're like, we're gonna play a video, and you know, it's gonna be like a 20 minute video. But you know, we hope everybody watches and pays attention. Blah blah blah. So I was like, you know what? They're gonna play the video, and it's fine. Usually I'm very, very there because I know they're going to ask London questions and I'm going to have to help him. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to check out for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like zoning out. (laughs) And then I hear the teacher, there's like a pause. And then she goes, so? And she's like, so London, what do you think the meaning of life is? Oh crap! <laughs> I Maybe was I like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like this is a big video. That's this a is big like question. a big moment. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh no!" I should have been paying attention. This was the wrong time to zone out. <laughs> I like looked at London, and I was like, "Okay, unmute your mic. Tell him what the meaning of life is." And he was like, "www.amazon.com." <laughs> I was like. <laughs> like oh my gosh i'm so sorry like yeah okay that's this is what the elliot's brought to the oh table today gosh. you're welcome well speaking that's of the meaning of life erica what is oh, i have found the meaning of life <laughs> <laughs> so everyone at this table maybe not emily but everybody's always like i'm a i'm an i'm a nerd i do nerd things but i feel like i might have won the nerd race i'm pretty week, sure friends. you did um i joined yet another group more groups. Everyone's Shark in theater. another group. <laughs> I like how you didn't want to tell us what you were doing until, well, like, you had to. <laughs> Here it comes. Um, so, fra- last night, I started playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> wow. That felt <laughs> weird to say. <laughs> it's embarrassing. How'd that taste? It's, it was, it's a little salty, but. Uh, <laughs> ew. Uh, Emily. Uh, gosh dang it. <laughs> gross back and focus on what we're doing here uh no so i played dungeons and dragons at when at my old job for like lunchtime and it was just like silly but we played with lego minifigs it was not like real so i happened to mention to my other friend oh i could play i've played he's like you want to get a group together and i was like sure let's do this do they have a theme is it a game I'm in. Yes, exactly. Erica's I'm all the way in. <laughs> yeah, and I get to just make much. stuff up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm totally into this. There's really no rules to this. So he shows up yesterday, and he brings, like, a tote. Like, a full-on, oh, like... A D&D this, tote. Yes, like the stuff you put, like, your Christmas ornaments in. And I was like, oh, oh no, no. like a bin. Yeah, a bin. Like, this is not, like, the Lego Club D&D at lunch with the crazy people. This you, is, like... You real. leveled up. Yeah. So all of us got our own little player, like, figurine, and he put out this map, and he had, like, background music. So, like, he's like, you're walking into an inn, and then there was, like, a speaker with, like, bar noises in it. I was like, oh, I may have taken a wrong left turn. (laughs) I don't know that I'm this kind of D&D player. I just want to call myself the Hildor because I think it's funny. Did you so, have fun? We oh, all sorry, I didn't mean to jump in. Yeah, it was really fun. It, we did have fun. We got to name our characters. So my name is Cullen the Great. Ooh. <laughs> Twi- little Twilight reference is. just to add to the nerdiness. Nice. Uh, Mike's is a play on the word Groot. So. Oh, you roped Mike into this oh, yeah. too. Mike's too. I'm nice. <laughs> if I got to do it, Mike's got to do it. But no, I mean, we had enough drinks where we were chilled enough that we could go on our quest and hopefully find gold pieces. So I'll let you know next week how my quest is going. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's Wait, amazing. like a week long game. Well, you keep playing every time you meet, you keep your quest going until you die or you level up or you start a new quest. So this is going to be, so a long this is time. like a weekly <laughs> group. So if you guys like want to start a D and D podcast, we oh could boy. do like a side. Oh gosh. You might think I have time for that. <laughs> Speaking right, of right, um, new quests, right. I am on a quest. <laughs> So, I don't think this is a new quest, Dana. This is a reoccurring <laughs> this quest. This week's episode. Of this is starting to be an epic journey. <laughs> the old and the restless, or the young, dumb, and broke. What is it? Old, old. You're um, not. You wise are not one of those staple. <laughs> 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 so I've been on. I switched dating apps. 
match because match was wah wah and I got off Bumble. So I decided to try plenty of fish because mm-hmm. Emily's brother Erica told her to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Emily's brother met his wife on plenty of fish. So Beyonce. I thought I'd give it fiance. Sorry. Okay. I don't know. It's COVID. I don't know who's gotten married <laughs> exactly. in secret and who hasn't. <laughs> and they would be too to do that. So. Exactly. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> so um, I thought I'd give it a try. And oh my gosh, that is. It's true to name. Plenty yeah. of fish. I don't know if I just it's like got a whole good ocean at, over there. Or yeah, what? I don't know if I just got good at writing my profile after trying this so many times. It's or like what? you put a crab net out. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. I had like sixty five messages. I was Dang. like completely overwhelmed. Yeah. Tell so, them about the one you got though, where the guy asked you to unblock him. Oh yes. So we all remember, if you guys have heard the past episodes, I don't know Mm -hmm. what episode this was in, but I got the DP. No. Not a Dr. Pepper. (laughs) Not a Uh, Pepsi. Pepsi. None of those. (laughs) (laughs) Not the deep Pepsi, yeah. Um, So this guy is messaging me, and he's asking me for my cell phone number, which is fine. And I gave it to him, and he tried calling me. He's like, why am I blocked? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I have no messages or anything. And then he kept like, yeah, I'm blocked. Yeah. And then <laughs> then I looked up his name in my phone, and it says Dave um, from, Matt, from eHarmony. Oh. And I said, well, if I blocked you in my phone, there's probably a good reason. And then it occurred to me. That he was the dick yeah. pet guy. Dicky Dave. Yeah. Get out of here, bro. Dicky Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. I don't want to see you or your Dave. Yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> your Dave and your blocked pants. So anyway, I'm trying to, I'm very face-to-face person. You know, you don't, even though you talk to somebody in texting, you don't, it's so hard to, to know whether or not you're going to hit right. it off with that person or not. So I just decided that I'm going to just try to meet as many of these potentials. In one day. <laughs> as I can when I have yeah. time. So Friday night I had free and I set up three dates um, in different spots Dang. over town. That's a and lot. Even That's managed, managed every day she's hustling. Squeeze in a glass of wine with these gals. Um, it was so fun. Like that's awesome. <laughs> I may never go she's back. Life has been that Right. I'm never going back. <laughs> it was so fun. So. Um, you know, and then I was recapping to the girls, and I was like, bachelor number one. And then I imagined, like, putting them all behind a wall. Behind the door. Yeah, and yeah. if I had to, like, pick, like, which one I'd pick. But well, if you could be an ice cream, what ice cream would you Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's probably two of them that I would see again. One of them definitely not. But that oh, was no. so fun. Oh, They're so fun. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> love that. So that was my week. Nice. And we are going to continue with Dana and learn about her life. My interrupted. Didn't, yes. Girl interrupted, life interrupted. All right. So in episode three, I talked about one of my biggest didn't see that coming events where I found out that my husband of thir- or 12 years, sorry, had had an affair. And yeah, don't give him that extra year. <laughs> and kind of what happened around that, how I found out and everything. So we're picking up after he has moved out and we're just going to carry on through the next few months after that so he moved out in July of 2012 and we had already had a trip planned for San Diego Comic-Con oh and so you dummy you move out after (laughs) (laughs) Comic-Con for those of you that don't know the Comic-Con San Diego is the biggest Comic-Con that has ever existed um, yes, it is a great time. So he ended up canceling his ticket with me. Good. And ended up going with what's your butt? He went a week before Comic Con just with her to take a vacation. Oh, uh, okay. Never mind. That's take crazy. that out then. Okay. Yeah. So he ended up going with he her went like a to week San before. Diego yes. though, yes. but still to San Diego. Oh, yes, what a still jerk. to San Diego. God, I so I know. Yeah. <clears throat> All this time he's like texting me now we're finally like talking trying to talk about everything right so oh you know now one, of the, one of the funny things is when so I went with Tara Nathan it was supposed to be the four of us yeah. but it ended up just being me and Tara Nathan and they're so sweet they're trying to cheer me up trying to keep me distracted they're like oh we have to go to this restaurant do you remember what that's called they're like they put a dunce hat on you and like call you names yeah. and stuff I'm like it's can you Dick's. Dick's, right? yeah yeah 
Can you Dick's something resort. I'm like, I don't know if I can yeah. handle that right now. Can you take me to the restaurant that tells me I'm pretty yeah. and amazing? <laughs> <laughs> That's the restaurant I've I need to go to. I've got enough in my life. Thank you. <laughs> I don't need one more person telling me yeah. I'm an asshole. <laughs> so anyway, and I remember being on the bus or shuttle um, and just texting back and forth with him. And Tara was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm talking to Voldemort. Like, we're just talking about the relationship, yeah. where things went wrong. Um, I did, yeah, I, I did not know <laughs> that he was. So I do strongly believe that he is narcissistic personality disorder. And, and what what's that like? What NPD? Yeah, what is yeah. it? So narcissistic personality I mean, I disorder is a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance. A deep need for excessive attention and admiration, hence the affair, uh, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. But behind this mask of extreme confidence lies a fragile self-esteem that's vulnerable to the slightest criticism. So he absolutely cannot take any criticism. He, He just will explode or turn it around on me um they become very impatient or angry when they don't receive special treatment that's so you're constantly having to build them up cater to them constantly yes and because i wasn't doing that because he gave nothing to me yeah that's why he sought it somewhere else um the the most pronounced traits in voldemort was lack of empathy and manipulation, which I didn't even know I was being oh, manipulated. Oh, he's very manipulative. He's very, yeah, he's very is. manipulative. Yeah. Um, never taking ownership of faults, always passing blame to someone else. He made everything my fault. He complained that I wore too much makeup. What? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'm not assuming you started wearing too much makeup. I'm assuming no. you came out looking like with normal yeah. amounts of makeup. makeup. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he would just Does find... he not know you? Like... He would just find any little thing to make it my fault of why the marriage was failing. Oh, you wore too much makeup and that's why your marriage yes. failed? Yes. yes. How dare you, Dana? I know. What I know. the hell? Um, and they feel mo- depressed and moody because they fall short of perfection. And that is 100% him. He Dang. is a perfectionist and, you know, don't cry over Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mark. Tread lightly. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, no, I mean, you're, no, a, I'm just, you're, you're normal, a perfectionist, <laughs> but you just get moody that you don't do it perfect. Yeah, like he's definitely the type of person to get visibly angry if you spill something. Mm-hmm. Like, what? You know, it's called an accident for a reason, Dingleberry. Yeah, exactly. That's so, um, anyway, that's angry. what NPD is. And has anyone, so you said you guys went to therapy on the last one. Did the therapist say anything about NPD? Or you are just, like, no one's diagnosed him with this. Right. You just know that this is clearly what he. I didn't know has. this for like a year. After because he one he told me when shit first went down before he moved out he said I'm tired of wearing a mask I'm just gonna be who I really am now and I was like before the pandemic (laughs) and I was like (laughs) different mask I think (laughs) clearly the real you is an asshole because this is and like he just really did a 180 on the person he was and just was totally crazy. It was so crazy. He really was pretending MPD. this whole time. Um, I think in all of my reading and research and trying to figure out yeah. how this happened, what this was, I started coming across traits, and I was like, that's totally him. There, like, like light bulb moment? Yes. Yeah. Like the um, gaslighting and the manipulation. Like I just – it was – it's almost like – it makes you feel crazy. It really does. It made me feel like I was crazy. Yeah. Like some of the stuff that he would. Right. Yeah. And that's what they do. They make you feel like you're the crazy one. Because they're so good at it. And yes. they so. also seek out people like you that are really like easy kind to. And, yeah. Yes. Kind and and uh, go along with the flow. And I yeah, mean, with they your prey on yeah. people like yeah. me. Yeah. I always give the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Which he never extended yeah, to me. Yeah, we hate that about you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very, um, I, you know, I'm very like, tell me what I can work on. Yeah. Like, I always feel like it's not just one person. So his criticisms you would take as constructive yes. criticism and try and to I would work try on. to work yeah. on. And he and try and not spill anything. Yeah. Until I realized that it, it was, was unhealthy no and yeah. toxic. 
There's no way. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and it took me a while to get there, but eventually I did. So if you have someone in your life and you're wondering about that, please do research and look into that because that is not healthy. And they yeah. will absolutely take advantage of you and it's not okay. So just, you know, get you out. get through it. Get yeah. out. Um, so he's finally getting attention from me. That's the other thing that narcissists need, right? They need the attention. The attention. So now I'm talking to him and trying to figure out so what happened. So he's getting attention from you and the other girl. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. He's living his best no, life right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Great. And so, and I'm trying to figure out what happened. So we get home from Comic-Con and... Again, I'm very research-based. Yes, I will is. read all the things. She reads all the <laughs> self-help books. And I need to know if I'm going to do something, I need to know why. I need to know the science behind it. I like knowing um, the physiological reasons behind why we do what we do. So um, I'm really into that. And I read one of the books that I read was um, Saving Your Marriage. And at one point, I re- wait, wait. So I remember vividly, and at this time, <clears throat> that song by Taylor Swift had come out, We Are Never, Ever, Ever Getting Back Together. Love you, Taylor. Yes. And I remember sitting on the stairs in my house, looking at text messages from him, and just being like, what the fuck? Like, This, this is my jam, yo. This is, I, I <laughs> yeah. just am like, this is never, we are never, ever getting back together. Like, there is Each text, no chance. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Getting back Like, <laughs> you didn't fight for me. I mean, that was the first indication um, without the manipulation. That was like me realizing you didn't even fight for me. Yeah, and then you once, didn't even try. Right. Yeah. And once I got to that realization, then I could finally, I felt like the veil was lifted from my eyes and I could finally see everything else for what it really was. Yeah. Which, and, thank God that that happened. Right. right? I mean, and he just drove me crazy. He was still trying to manipulate me. He tried to get me to do an open marriage. I'm like, do you even know me he at all? What? Yeah. He yeah. was like, can't we just do an open marriage? He wanted to stay like, in the house. He, so the He wanted house, his cake and to eat it, yeah. too. His like, egg rolls and to eat them, too? Yeah, because I did everything for <laughs> yeah. him. That's why. Hate this he didn't even desire me. He had no jealousy of me going out with other Guys, but I he remember appreciated asking the like, life that you made. For I was oh yeah, say, that you took care of. Oh yeah, for him. right. And I think he liked the photograph, right? It was my wife and my kids and everything. Yeah, perfect on the outside, yeah. the picket fence. But he then, like, so we had it, a eating cake and someone else, fifty-two hundred mm. square foot house. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Leave me alone. <laughs> and on the bottom floor, there's the master bedroom. So he wanted, you know, he would graciously allow me to stay in the master He's bedroom. So nice. Oh. So nice. And then downstairs, there's a, there's another bedroom, and it kind of has its own private interest. So he just wanted to stay in there and, and like bring do whatever the fuck he, he wanted. wanted. Yeah. I was yeah. like, you don't know this me guy. at all. Let me know when you find someone who's into that. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. He's the worst. Ugh. Okay. So. Hope you guys are as angry as we are because we're yeah. real mad. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, I was like, "Fuck this, dude! This is never going to happen. We're never getting back together." And one of the books I read was "You Didn't Want Him Anyway: Get Over Him in Five Easy Steps." Dang, sounds totally <laughs> corny, but it changed my life. Really? Yes. Now I want to read it. No, because don't. Then you'll break up with Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bye. <laughs> Got so over you in five steps, homie. Like, you're going to get Chris complex. <laughs> because this is the fifth step. See you later. <laughs> the most hurtful or damaging thing you can do for a narcissist, do to a narcissist, is to not respond. Because oh, then they they're not they able to manipulate you. And there's they're no not, There's attention. no communication, so what? they can't do anything. So did you just So one of the steps in this book was an ex-detox. And it was, you absolutely oh. cut off all communication with that person. All. Oh, he did not like that now, one at all. Now, have, we have kids together, so I couldn't right, you can't quite do that. Yeah. But anytime I talked to him, yeah. it was purely about the girls, nothing else. Yeah. Anytime he would ask me a question or try to talk about something, I just didn't answer. And it was hard at what first. Because, he do? and he oh, he would he would freak out and then constantly try to get you to engage in a fight. I mean, all I have the screenshots time. of all oh, the no. pages of text of him just keep going because he, 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 he couldn't do he it. Couldn't handle Mm-mm. it. He Which could not handle further it. was like more yeah, information more in your pocket that you're like, 
okay, like this is like a serious mm-hmm. issue. Yeah, yeah. Like you've if got a I problem, had to go to court and they allowed that, I don't. Do they even allow text messages? It, yeah, it, they can be. Yes. Yeah. So I have a lot of them saved in a file if I ever need. Yeah. Because it was always save everything. Yeah. yeah. Document everything. It was unasked for legal advice. Save every text message. <laughs> save every voicemail. Absolutely. It was obviously very crazy behavior yeah. like it, it, it really made him very he transparent really by he could not handle it but it sounds so. like it was like such a growth moment for you it was because it was so hard I mean it really is difficult um but yeah I just and then yeah I mean it wasn't like I just read that book and then all of a sudden I I'm fine now yeah, yeah. That's not real life. It took, right, it took practice, and over time, it still took practice to not engage And still with to him. this day, sometimes, you, yeah. you'll admit, you do like, engage because it's just so frustrating. A couple years ago, I remember um, he wanted to take her hiking, Ella. I had just bought new shoes for school. They were not hiking shoes. I did not want her to go hiking in her brand-new school shoes. So he's picking her. Mind you, he makes eight times the amount I make. Yeah. Like in our divorce decree and it says any extra expenses he has to pay, he has to pay 84%. That's how much more he makes than me. (laughs) So I said, if you're going to take Ella hiking, would you just mind? And I'm real nice. Would you just mind grabbing her some shoes on the way? Because I don't want her to get her new school shoes. He flipped his shit. Lost his shit. And I couldn't control myself. It was so grossly, disgusting because because his response is so hard to to take because you're like how are you that selfish how are you that selfish and how are you that opposed to to something that your child needs and it's a basic need and it's not even about that it's all about control he's super tight number one and then the secondly it's all about control yeah if he cannot be in control of the situation, then it loses his yeah, mind. Totally. And that is part of why the no communication works so brilliantly because they cannot control you if you are not communicating you're not with them. not talking back, right. That's so crazy. anyway, that was really crazy. Um, and he, right, he just really lost his mind. Um, so if you are dealing with someone that in, like that in your life, um, just Sorry. don't communicate. Now, if you do feel like your life is in danger, please reach out and yes. go through the process of yeah, getting a restraining totally. order. Um, we certainly don't want something to happen to your family in the case that right. they just can't handle it. But mm-hmm. anyway, we were separated for about a year before we got divorced. So in that time, I had a lot See, of fun. Loco. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, you know, making out with boys, real high school PG PG-13. <laughs> um, if the van is a rock and don't come a knocking. Oh, okay, that's not PG-13. <laughs> well, so, but you were not divorced yet. I was not. Okay. But did that feel like cheating? Did you feel like you were making egg rolls in the van? Because too? he had checked out. So where was your mindset? Um, I did not because, um, again, I'm going to bring my faith into this. And I know it sounds like a juxtaposition position because I cuss. I love Jesus, but I cuss a little. <laughs> I really don't think Jesus cares. So you're um, so He's I got ha- bigger fish to fry with <laughs> you than that. <laughs> hey. Jesus has a list, Dana. Jesus has a list. You resemble that remark. <laughs> so, yeah, I had read a lot of scripture on it and talking about how you know, God obviously isn't happy with divorce because he doesn't want anything for us that breaks our heart. It's just like our kids. We wouldn't want to see our kids divorced. Um, but obviously he understands that things happen. That narcissism so, is a problem. Yeah. Right. And so there are some things that he actually lists in the Bible that are grounds for divorce, like abandonment, which Voldemort was completely guilty of. He completely walked away from that family. And did not want anything to do, did not try, just did not want a family anymore. Mm-hmm. And Which affairs. Which is so hard because you're like, you have kids still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, okay, fine. You don't want me. Fine. But you have kids. But the narciss- narcissist has no empathy. They they do not understand. And how do you explain that to Lexi and Ella? Well, you know, I fall under the um, mindset that that is still their dad. And they still need their dad. And 
I would never say anything negative about him in front of them. Yeah. I don't believe in doing that. Um, I really felt like my girls would see him for who he was in their own time. Yeah. And that for me to throw him under the bus or for me to, to give more would just add toxicity yeah. and confusing feelings and yeah. make me look bad. And I just didn't want to, I wanted. And you want to be their safe place to exactly. fall. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I don't want them, I didn't want them to have to feel conflicted. Like, well, who am I so supposed to, to like? One. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I really, my whole goal is to make the, it as least stressful as possible. And if I'm here spewing negative things about their dad, they're go- It's just going to make the whole situation right. worse. So Which I is never so big said of you Because a lot of divorces aren't like that yeah so that's good and uh, exactly what i thought would happen lexi's 14 now and she will not talk to him yeah she she unfortunately come out exactly the the she learned the hard way who he really is and she wants absolutely nothing to do with him how old were they when they you got divorced like when you signed that divorce paper five and well i remember we were separated when lexi started kindergarten so she was five um Ella was two. Jeez, they were so little. They were so little and so cute. And oh my gosh, they were so cute. I, I just, I don't know. They were good kids. They weren't, like, they Still weren't colicky or, like. They were easy babies. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, no, I don't feel like I was cheating because I knew that the marriage was over, whether that was on paper or not. Yeah. The paper didn't, I knew that in God's eyes, that marriage was done. And that I did not feel like anything I was doing Good. was cheating. It was Good. done at that point. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> you kind of heard us talk about this before that we went a little <laughs> crazy with going to clubs and, and I had the girls yeah. on rotation and we were taking me out. And it was man. so fun. <laughs> and I knew I had access to the bank intense. account still. Yeah. So I would have nights. The next morning was not fun. But no. Right. Um, so I would have nights that were called the FCF, which is the Fuck Blank Fund. Yep. I don't want to say his real name, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. So we, Can I, I would do just a buy a bar about the FCF. Yes. We went. I I don't know if we told this story before, but we went to this bar. It's the coolest bar in town. It's in a the top of an insane old insane asylum, which is now a hotel, mm-hmm. and it's called the Apothecary. Yeah, Apothecary Lounge, and. Dana was like, we're using the FCF tonight. And I was like, I'm ordering French fries. Right. They are still the best French fries of every – they're like $12 yeah. French fries. They're the most expensive. Like, I couldn't afford them on my own. Like, no, I'm not sure if these just tasted good because of principle. Right. Or it might be the spite <laughs> sprinkled with the Parmesan, but, man, these that are That truffle fries. oil man, sprinkled with spite. Delicious. delicious. So right. good. Can so, I get your spite fries, please? Yeah. <laughs> So in my need for validation phase, just feeling like a hot mm, MF, um, I think we already talked about You were about a hot this. MF. <laughs> Thank you. Holy crap. Dana was, sm- not that you're not now, but you were smoking hot. I was like, okay, I'd do her too. <laughs> totally. So I, oh, and you know, I, I do believe in the yin and yang. I love that there are couples. The yin and the yang. Dana Shut doesn't up. say her G's. <laughs> My family's from Indiana. None of them do. I don't know if you've noticed, but she does not say G's. Go back and listen to every podcast and li- try to find a G. I hate you. Hainers. Hainers. Seening. Hainers. Anyway. We love you. Yeah. So um, I wanted to have a party. Voldemort was very non-party-ish. And I was very like, I'm doing this. I knew I wasn't going to have the house much longer. So I. (laughs) We did it, man. (laughs) We did it. I decided. We did the party. You did the party. You did it. It was the party. In October. It It was in October of 2012. And I decided to have a zombies versus vampires party. Yes. And I got. I lived in a very nice neighborhood. So I wanted to be respectful of my parents and my parents. I wanted to be. Yeah, res- she was not <laughs> respectful of her no, parents. No, they didn't go very. That ship they didn't sailed. They invited to that. That ship sailed 20 years ago. <laughs> I hate to tell you. I wanted to be respectful of the neighbors. So I went down to the city in downtown Albuquerque and got a noise permit. 
for one night. She was so proud of her little and noise. I burger. was. She was. I mean, it was a lot such of a good re- that shit did. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a responsible thing to do. And then I even sent my neighbors a letter that was like, "Hey, just so you know, I'm gonna have a party on Saturday night. It's gonna be loud." I would be and so sad to be your neighbor and be like, "Oh, I didn't get invited. I just got the information." <laughs> and it was kind of like. <laughs> I also have a noise permit, so don't call the cops. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just so you know, it's approved Y'all, by the city. I, this is city approved party. <laughs> the mayor may show up. We're not sure yet. So, in Dana fashion. Right. Hi. Hi. By the way, don't call the cops. Don't call the cops. Here's a paper. So, but it was like a real fucking party. It was like a you real had a DJ. Party. I've never had a DJ at a party. And the DJ is a friend of ours. So yeah, she was Dana and my daughter's there. teacher. Yeah, well, yeah. So yeah, Miss, Mel- oh, yeah. Can I say so, her name? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, hi, Melissa. So. We hi, love Missy. you, <laughs> So um, yeah, Erica and my daughter went to the same preschool. Missy was one of their teachers. She's engaged we too, love her. or has married? Have they gotten married I yet? Don't know. At the time, they were just seriously dating. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, who went to school with the Kirkpatricks, so oh, they yeah. know him too. DJ Chill, right? DJ what Chill. We, we saw them out one night at um, Casa Estancia and really loved his DJ's style. Nice. Like it, he played all the like shit that we like. The the songs like Baby, the nineties. Because I'm a thug. <laughs> <laughs> like the nineties hip hop. So anyway, <laughs> I hired him, and we had kegs, and we had um, so keg noise permit. DJ. Oh, and then Missy said, hey, my cousin is new to town. Can he come? And I was like, sure. What the fuck ever. Come on. Yeah, um, bring everybody. I yeah. have a noise permit. Come yeah. on in. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was my... Is he loud? Then let him come. <laughs> One of my mistakes was inviting several different groups of people without really? knowing that they would get along. So there Spoiler was... Spoiler alert, they didn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There was a little uh, mix-up. Maybe we'll talk about that in a later episode, the mix-up. You think? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. anyway. But the, after the mix-up, the who, shor- came, who came to see you? The short of it was a fight, and the cops yeah. came. And that's fun, because the cops knocked on the door, and they were like, <laughs> and I kept telling him I had a noise permit, and he was like, Miss, I do not Give care about, about the noise <laughs> I want to know if there's somebody bleeding in your house. I was like, oh, I don't know Not anything that I know of. That. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just know we're being loud. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God. Why? I hate my life. I need to get out of this career. Right? <laughs> Why am I doing this? <laughs> so everybody leaves. And the cousin, and mind you, I have not hooked up with anybody yet this evening. Um, this evening. <laughs> In the last four hours, I have not done anything. <laughs> so PG me being PG-13. the <laughs> state that I was in, the cousin, who's kind of cute, says, is it okay? I'm too too drunk to drive. Is it okay if I stay the night? And I'm like, sure, why not? Sure, ah. I have a no- it's cool. I have a noise permit. Stay the <laughs> I'm too drunk, too. <laughs> Let's stay here. <laughs> and then we're talking, and he says, would it be okay if I kissed you? And I said, sure. Yep, I got a noise permit. And then, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because sparks, sparks flew up into the two-story ceiling. That's another Taylor Swift I mean, song, Sparks that, that was, I mean, after that kiss, we were both like, fuck. We're kind of screwed. Well, hell. This, <laughs> well, hell is exactly right. Um, so he ended up staying the night and in the morning helped me clean up all the wax off the floor. Because wax? I had that huge candelabra that had candles in it, and they burned and wax covered the floor. Oh, no. So we, he stayed with me and scraped candle wax off the tumbled stone floor for like two hours. Oh, you're an uppity <laughs> bitch. I have a tumbled stone floor. <laughs> that just means when I fall in rocks, that's what tumbled stone is. <laughs> But the next weekend, so I had been talking to somebody from high school that I was friends with that had moved to Phoenix and had actually planned a trip to fly out there and see him. You flew out to Phoenix? Yes. Uh, Well, it was scheduled for that next weekend. And, but I had had such an amazing night with 
with the cousin of the cousin. DJ's cousin friend. Yeah. Um, Twice removed. But I ended up going out, but it totally ruined the whole trip for me. Oh, like, girl, this isn't great. It, yeah. I mean, you're it no was, cousin. It was still, right. It was still okay, but it like totally just oh, wah, wah. ruined it. Yeah. Can I ruin the mood and ask a question? Sure. Where were your children? While you were cousining and what children? candelabra and <laughs> noise permitting. <laughs> right. No, um, at my parents' house. So I really relied a lot on my parents during this time. And there was another teacher at the school, Miss Adriana, who oh, would watch the girls too. a lot. I yes. know. Hello. And even Tara watched the girls a lot. Um, but that's one of my biggest regrets of going through that time period because I did pass them off to so many people you missed because out on that time yeah and i i think i'm sure it affected them because they were so young um but the the name of the game was distraction at that time yeah. i could not handle the pain of everything that yeah. was happening and being in the house with the girls just reminded you that somebody wasn't in the house right yeah i mean there. i just i, I right i and mean i would if i was, was out Having fun that I wasn't thinking about the failure, the betrayal, the pain, worry, said, yeah. the pain, everything. I mean, it was so painful. I just did not want to feel it. Were and you so, a little worried that they might ask questions too? I don't think I was thinking or... that far. I don't. I don't think so because they were so young. They yeah. didn't know what was happening. Um, but I, I really regret having them gone so long um but you know i handled it the best that i could i was just trying to get through it and one of the crazy things i learned from this was that the pain doesn't go away just because you prolong it it's gonna oh, come no matter what one. like i still yeah. had to feel it no matter how much i put it off i was still gonna have to feel still had it. to go through it and i've i learned a lot about dealing with pain from that and realizing that you just have to go through it that yeah. be, it's not just gonna go away and um, it's almost like a workout that hurts a lot. Oh, that at makes first sense. you want to avoid it, but then once you get used to it, you kind of lean into it a little bit. So yeah. I kind of like, and like you said, with the workout thing, you know that you're getting somewhere, right? Right. You're getting through the pain. Cause you're going to have an right. end result. Right. So it's you have to walk through that pain. That's actually a, like, I just had to relook it up. But when my dad died, I looked it up and it says there's, um, it's, um, like, putting off grief yes and it and yeah and it's it's like it doesn't um serve you in delayed any grief oh yeah. and they say no matter what like even if you have like other events in your life that you have to deal with or go through or whatever you will eventually go through those steps of grief hmm. right and it will like like you said there's yeah. no avoiding you, it yeah just yeah. because you put it off does not mean it will be less yeah. does not mean it will be different does not mean it, which i thought was so interesting and then but talking I about the girls do you think they did you help them with like their grief did they have grief, i don't think or did they were way too little i think they point? were way too little um and just to go back for a little bit like just learning to lean into the pain Mm -hmm. Which, if that makes any sense, was no, it does is how I handle those situations now. So I don't need the distraction because, which makes you a bad bitch. I'll just <laughs> I mean, it that's just, why she our boss bitch. Yeah. That, what does that mean for you? You just allow space for it. Do you? That means that I have zero fear about what you can do to me. It's almost like, um, I actually died it's like you actually die and are, yeah. are reborn again a different person right and it wasn't just that in, i've since this and we'll go through these in later episodes but i've had two other times where i've actually felt like i have died yeah you've had um, it rough. and um you just rebuild yourself and so i feel a little bit invincible like there's nothing that you can do to me that i won't be able to handle um and i agree i think you get knocked down but you get back up again. Oh, jeez. I get goes. knocked down. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But I do. I think that okay, you're very, wonder. yeah, I'm tub something <laughs> over here. You're very resilient. I think it's a, a big, great quality Thank about you. you. But you, I mean. I wish I had some of that a little bit. You do. You do have that. Hello. I, totally do. I still bring up my dad, dad. 
Yeah. Don't, we all bring up our trauma. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're not resilient. Um, you know, I, I actually, like, I understand how people are homeless. Like, you get just kicked so many times, you just give up. Just I mean, if that. I didn't have a support system, yeah, I can see how drugs could take over your life. I could see how you can't get back into normal things again it's rough i mean we've all that's why we created this podcast we've all been through those yeah. moments do you look back on your marriage and see that it was healthy up to that point uh no i see it for what it was now and it was really toxic and i can only see that now because like i said earlier i took the blinders off and do you i think kinda... that detox part helped with that too absolutely yeah absolutely because you step away and you let them stop manipulating hindsight, you right? Mm -hmm. And but when you were in it, you didn't no, see that. I had as no toxic. idea. Yeah. Um, and he would tell me he still, after we got divorced, would tell me, "You're never going to be anything. You're never going to make money. You're never oh, going to be gosh. successful. You're." I hate that. Yeah. Did he tell you that stuff while you were married? No, but he definitely didn't support me. Like, I got into dental hygiene school which is very tough. Over 200 people apply and they only accept yeah, like 20 years. it's hard to get in. You have to have an, uh, I had a 4.2 GPA. I had, you have to do personal interview. It's very hard to get into. And it's the same classes as nursing. It's like pre-med classes. Yeah. Um, and he just Dude. never gave it credit, never acted like it was a big deal. No nothing I ever did was worth mentioning or praising right. or what? I mean he just I and yeah. I, and that coupled with all the subtle ways that he blames and lashes out I mean it is actually emotional abuse yeah. and that's the same thing that he's done to the girls especially Lexi yeah. Ella not so much but Lexi definitely and then you kind of think that you I mean I've heard you mention a couple times how much you did in the marriage and right how much you did you got him his suitcase for the love I of I know. All that's like, right. When we were in Corpus Christi, the grass grows so fast there because it's so humid and it rains. In the summer, you have to mow it twice a week. Or Dude. if you try to mow it once a week, you're like, you have to it? stop the lawnmower every two minutes because the it's jammed. I mean, it's insane. And I did all that. He never. You mowed the grass? Yes. If somebody put a gun to my head and said, mow the grass, I'd be like, oh, I don't know how to do that. I'm sorry. What machine do I use? <laughs> I don't know. I don't That's somewhere scissors? in my room. I have no idea. But like, I, I mean, in that, mean has, the that, that has a learning experience too because now I know that it's okay for me to de not demand but expect a certain level like human from kindness. a partner, yeah. yeah. Human decency, yeah. That's like weird. that's not that's a weird thing to expect, right? From a human. Yeah. Oh man, so that was kind of. <laughs> We're going to pick up with the cousin because that's a whole nother oh, man, um, toxic relationship. Actually, um, sorry to disappoint that folks. In a really, <laughs> that ended it really traumatically and tragically. Yes, yes, that was my second. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. That, um, we'll get there. But. Yeah, we'll get there. So that was, yeah, I mean, there's so much out there that I really encourage you to not be shy. Um, and I, it feels cheesy. I, I felt very like, kind of like a loser, like looking up these books and reading yeah, them. But they're great resources. I mean, there's nothing to be ashamed of. And now you just download them on Audible and nobody has to watch you buy that. <laughs> yeah, right. I, and not to embarrass you or put you on the spot but i will say like i i couldn't do what you've done like i would be in a ball in the corner like I, it's not it's it's not lost on us that we you know even when we, like for example when we go camping i sit there in a chair while mike takes everything out Emily sits there while Chris takes everything out. Same with Tara. And I you, sit there with nobody because <laughs> Nathan did not come. Right. <laughs> but you, like, take your tent out. You put your tent up. Like, that's just a minimal example. But you are the man and the woman. Like, yeah. you do. It is It's no like joke. the three husbands and Dana doing the things. <laughs> and the three of us are like, I wouldn't know how to do that. But thanks for doing yeah, that. I think you like, didn't stop at the fear epic. point. Yeah. You know, you, you could have, I mean, it sounds scary and the things that I've heard from people getting a divorce is, especially from the woman's perspective, is that it's scary. 
Yeah. Terrifying. I don't and even know how you sleep alone. Yeah. I, I can't even that, do that. I make you, you sleep know, at my house when Mike's gone. And I think you <laughs> took it as power, and I think you've, you know, you've done incredible things for you and your girls. Yeah. Thank you. And I you have that. raised, I know you said you're worried about that, but your girls are incredible. And that's not because of Voldemort. That's because of you. Aww, Both of them are you. great kids. Thank great you. Great kids. Little Ella is just the sweetest little I know. thing. I she love, may love. or may not have Benjamin Buttons. <laughs> sure, but we're checking yeah. into it. <laughs> she loves a good cardigan and bowl of soup. And yeah, Lexi's yeah. like the coolest kid in the school. We all wanted to be Lexi <laughs> when Lexi's we were a popular young. kid yeah. for sure. Right. She's so cool. But there's that quote that says, "You'd never know how strong you are until you have to be." Is until that you have to be. be. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly. What, I don't have a choice. Yeah. Um, and somebody said to me the other day, they were talking about kind of explaining where they were in their career and was like, well, I never graduated a college degree. I'm like, I didn't either. Um, and one of our top brokers the other day was doing a master class and she's like, you don't, I'm in the place that I am because there was no plan B. Uh-huh. This is the choice that I've made. There is no alternative. I love that. There's no yeah. plan B. Yeah. You just like, have to do this. Exactly. There is no plan B for me to not be successful my goal is to make more than him well thank you i thank you really thank you for sharing and mm-hmm. yeah, we we love absolutely. we're really ex- excited but not excited to hear the next part of the <laughs> life shit show that you went on your it's, next it's didn't see that coming yes yeah. so now let's move on to trending uh this week's trending we went on a, a field trip uh, Dana got us into a place called Top Golf. How did that work? Finally, I know Finally. she worked hard, y'all. She worked hard. Okay, so we just got Top Golf like right when COVID hit, so they couldn't open. Yeah, so like finally, just building it, right? yeah, like so finally in 2021, they um, kind of did some soft openings and stuff. But because of the way our regulations are right now with COVID, they are not accepting walk-ins. You have to make an online reservation, yeah. and it can only be a week in advance. And Which, no offense, Albuquerque, we're not great at. No. We're no. not great at reservations. We're not great at planning ahead. Getting tickets early. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. no. <laughs> so, kind of makes yeah. it a club. It's real frustrating because they always cancel concerts because they haven't sold enough tickets. I'm like, no, it's Albuquerque. They'll yeah. buy them the day before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. stick around. Yeah. It's the day of manana. Exactly. <laughs> right. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah. So, I had to get up at 6 in the morning for when they released the very next day so we could get a reservation. And I've been Thank trying to do this for a while. That. Yes. So I'm so, so excited that we got to go. Yeah. And like explain what Top Golf is, Emily, because if people don't know what it is. So Top Golf is like the ball the golf ball is microchipped and then you like stand on a mat. So if it's it just goes like, missing, they'll be able to find it. Right. So they Tagged. can tell like where you hit your ball. And so it's all animated and everything and um apparently there's different games that you can play. So you try to get the ball into a bullseye. You try to get the ball. You can play yeah. Angry Birds. You didn't know that until right <laughs> at the end. <laughs> there's all kinds of like different ways that you can score high points and that sorts of thing. Um, but you it's really had a hard time though when you first got up there to hit a ball. Oh my! Because we were on gosh. the upper deck. So apparently ours is like two stories high. There are ones that are like four and five stories really? high. So, I could yeah. barely walk to the edge to like see what's key tee up a ball. I'm like, <laughs> what if you just fall off the edge? You got wheel nose. Like, <laughs> and then you have to like put your inertia. I'm like, this is <laughs> not. Oh, that great. was a big word. <laughs> like, Ten dollar like, word. I'm gonna fall. I'm just gonna swing myself right off of this, and my <laughs> husband goes. Well, that net can hold you. It can hold a lot yeah, of weight. And then Dana, oh, oh yeah, that he helps, did. dear. He did say that. <laughs> and then Dana almost fell into the net shock theater. But Dana, I'm like, oh, please don't fall in that net, Dana. But it was really, really going to embarrass us. It was so fun. It was Tara. Really fun. Yeah. What the heck? The ringer over here. Yep. <laughs> you were so good. She's okay, like, I, I don't know how to play golf. I know. I didn't know what we were doing, honestly. I was like, so we're hitting the balls out into this weird field. I don't know. Is there yeah. a point? She kicked all of her ass. She's like, where do I put my arms? They tell her one time, and she's like, freaking Jack Nicholas or whatever <laughs> that guy's name is. Wow, I just ate Nicholson. Nicholson. <laughs> no, there's a golfer named Jack Nicholas. Look it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, Look it up. Ooh. Yes, there is. You're right. You're right. And that Erica, was, was all right, fun. Tiger Woods, fine. But I didn't like, I, I liked it. I had a great time. But I didn't have patience for it. Like, you have to walk up and you swing the club over this, like, sensor to get the ball to come out. And it takes too long for me. Oh. I don't have patience for things like that. Yeah. And then you, like, 
hit it and you have to wait to see where it goes and the screen takes forever to tell mm. you your points. I was like, can we move this along? Like, I want my ball. I want to hit it. I want to go. Ball hit. Yeah. I, I'm not a golfer. Golf is not a, a <laughs> sport <laughs> that's good for me. I don't have you, patience. You had that she gone energy. I did. I was like, let's move. Let's move. But then when we tried to be she gone. I wonder if it'll speed up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably because it was so full. Was, the little yes, machines are like, hard. hold on. Yeah, there's only I so just many started. Balls. It was COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it was oh so my gosh, though. Emily, tell me about the bill. Oh, oh my gosh! So then oh, we we're like having drinks and having pictures. By the way, they had the most amazing pictures with this yes. ice block in the middle. They did. They I'm were like, awesome. dang. You're really making you can bowl look like yeah. crap around here yeah. <laughs> with their warm beer, two glasses <laughs> in. Um, and so we're like getting pictures and everything. Well, and. So we like get the bill and I open it and I'm like, that is way too many digits. There's, there's a three in the front. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> there are three. Whoa, okay. All right. But after well. we split it, it was kind of yeah, like if we just fine. went yeah. to dinner and it was had a little shock theater on the. Yeah, we yeah. usually break all it up. A little like, shock yeah. up front <laughs> and then we break it down. It's like, okay. I'm pretty sure I ordered an yeah. appetizer. I still want to do it once a month. Yeah, it and I was so telling so uh, another friend of mine that we split. I said, Emily and I split two pitchers. And he goes, doesn't that mean you each drank a pitcher? And I was like, in any other place it would. I think Emily may have had one beer of the two pitchers. <laughs> so I call right. that splitting. <laughs> so we're splitting. So then, since I had had a couple pitchers and everybody else had had some drinks, we decided to go to the, like, they have bars there, too. Yeah. So they have, like, a you bar downstairs. Like out. And we, a bar upstairs, we went to the bar upstairs. Yeah, you, we only had two hours at the thing, so we wanted to keep, Haney yeah. now. Let's yeah. keep this party rolling yeah. on a Monday night at mm-hmm. 7 and then evening. Right? <laughs> oh, man. Nobody uh, has work tomorrow. Yeah. It's fine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But then we, like, so had fun. just enough drinks to get into, like, a political discussion. And my favorite thing about all of us is we all are fighting about the, like, we all have the same opinion, but we just want to fight about it. And we just feel very uh, Like, passionate our opinions. So we're like, no, it's Monday. And we're like, no, uh it's Monday. No, uh-uh. Yeah, yeah no, I'm we pretty sure it's very loud. Tuesday. I have a feeling, yeah, too. we were, we were, poor tarot. I was into it. I'm like, I can actually hear you guys. <laughs> I'm into this. I don't have to pretend. Erica's like, you're too loud. I'm like, I can finally hear what you're saying. Keep talking. <laughs> well, then we got into this discussion should I? Yeah, you could tell them the discussion. Okay, well. Why not? So, yeah. so uh, It's you a know, trending discussion. It is. So, the boys were with us, which <laughs> is, um, well, not Nathan. Nathan was home, which is Tara's husband, but Chris and Mike. Yeah. Mike is Erica's husband. Chris is Emily's Shh, husband. Stop telling people that. <laughs> so, I wanted to, like, or they were asking me what I was looking for because we were talking about oh, yeah. my online so What are you looking for in a man? Yeah. So, we got on that train. And then um, I was explaining to them that uh, since my last relationship, um, I've just been keeping my head down and working and raising girls by myself and have not had time to date, have not had any interest in dating. And I made a plan, like we've said, to start dating this year. And in that, there's this one particular person that I've been seeing. And it has activated all the feelings. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Lord. Ew, I got a bad visual. <laughs> and I, was, I don't want to see Dana activated. <laughs> like, you have seen me activated. you on about, Simmer? <laughs> about seven years ago, you saw me activated. And it True. Was, you just heard about that. And we covered that. So. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And Mike and Chris were like, why don't you just text him and go over there then? Yeah. They, yeah. they encouraged the booty call. They did. And that's what I did at she 10 o'clock at night. booty. Just showed up at this poor man's dial one eight eight eight. Give it to me. <laughs> That's I, not enough numbers. I told. I was telling the girls like I can't focus on finding the right guy because I'm just so well yeah, activated. If you yeah, will. <laughs> yeah, and so I got it out of my for system. For real though, this week you've been like much calmer. I'm like, oh, yeah. we need to keep this guy on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> 888, you can stick around. <laughs> Whenever, exactly. Whenever you get, like, all worked up, we're going to be like, can you call that guy, please? Oh, I'm It's t- time definitely. for the 888. We're putting him in all of our phones as Activate Dana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, that was my. Dana's yeah, activated. She needs a strategy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that was Top Golf. 
It yes. was fun. Tara, we took a group picture. Tara helped us it was so fun. make some poses. Yes. So we'll we have to post poses. that. We posed with yeah. that. Pretending fun. we it knew how to so We fun. highly recommend. Yes. Yeah. You should go. You I'm guys should go. It. Let so us know if you go and tell us what you guys think. Yes. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank we you. had so much fun as always. Please send your comments, questions, <laughs> Instagram, reviews. reviews, please. All right. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.